This is the Dorkside News Network, and this just in. Yes, this is just in. This is the Dorkside News Network. What's up, guys? I'm James. I'm Richard. And I'm Frankie. And we're the Wonder Twins. Wait, not twins. Hold on. The Wonder Triplets? Tri- I don't know how I, that works. I don't want to be a bucket of water. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. <laughs> Form of funny comedians. Did it work? No. Damn. No, no it didn't. All right. <laughs> we tried. Uh, hey, if you like our show, uh, let us know on Smash Bomb. Review us over on Smash Bomb. Uh, we like to li- read the reviews. All, I'm not going to say how many we have of them, but there's not very many um, <laughs> so far. Go look us up on Smash Bomb. Leave a review. If you want to uh, buy some stuff from us, pictures, uh, be friends of the show. Shirts. shirts. Oh, yeah, we have, we have a lot of cool shirts now. Yeah, we have some good ones. Uh, or if you even want to see us at Level Up Expo in Las Vegas in two weeks. Two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, you can find all that information over at dorksidecookies.net. I got it right again. That's two Man, weeks in a row. On it. <laughs> all right, guys. If you haven't listened to the show before, we do news and then we talk about stuff. Uh, today's topic is story and lore in video games. And we have some some opinions, some differing opinions, I think, about, about these topics. But first, we also have the news and we always start with the news. So I wanted to start off with... Um, my friend created a website called Art Terrace, and what it is is a silent auction website for art. So it's pretty cool. So you can go to this website, you can silently bid on something. It costs five dollars to bid. Reason being is the the painter or the creator or who, the artist gets that five dollars. So that way, no matter what happens, mm-hmm. the the artist is still getting something out of it, even if it sells low. He still gets money for all the bids that were put on his. So, but then you also get the original artwork for a very low price right now because nobody's, I mean, it's new. Is is this all physical artwork or does this include digital artwork? artwork. Uh, artwork. I think there might be a couple of digital pieces, but all the ones I've seen listed so far are all physical, like, you know, in print, uh, in uh, frames and everything. Really cool. Um, Go check it out, guys. It, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna kick off pretty well. But if you go right now, the prices are very low, and your chances of getting pieces are very high because nice. there's nobody there yet. Uh, yeah, go check it out. Um, Idris Elba. We've talked about him before. I think we talked about him last week. He's we a talk dude. about him almost he, every week. Yeah, he's 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 a he's a sexy man. Um, <laughs> we just said he was coming to Suicide Squad, and he is. But what we didn't know is he's not reprising the Deadshot role. That just came in. He's oh. not going to be Deadshot. It sounds like what they're going to be doing is making an entirely new character for him to play. Maybe not new as in comic book lore, but new as in... If this character's new, <laughs> I, I swear, God. people at Warner Brothers, you well, don't can, know how to do this. Can you blame Idris Elba? He'd be like, man, Will Smith fucked that shit up. I'm not doing that role. 100%. I am, I am backing him. I'm on board. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense to keep releasing the same characters over. There, there's probably thousands of DC characters. You do not need to keep putting the same characters with new actors. Speaking of, the same characters are returning. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it, Warner Brothers. Yes, uh, Harley Quinn and all the others are returning, but just not Deadshot. Just also, also not Jared Leto. So, I mean, I love Jared Leto, but thank uh, God he's not coming I, back to that role. I just... Oh my God! DC just has such an awkward momentum they like to do. I call it the dartboard momentum. I, it, really, We're honestly, just throw darts at a dartboard. That sounds like it makes sense, right? Seems like that's the, their <laughs> way of thinking. 
Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to see where this goes, but I'm also terrified because it's another DC movie and, well, they haven't been great. The last few have. Great. So, I mean, I question great, but yeah, they've been okay. Decent. <laughs> well, so Aquaman, from what I've heard, is great. Still haven't seen it. Um, Isn't that funny? We're like, yeah, DC's great, but we still haven't seen Aquaman. I've seen all of them. I haven't seen Aquaman or Shazam. Or Shazam. Or Wonder Woman. Yes, I got, I've, I've seen I've, all of them. I've heard that both Aquaman's great, and I've heard uh, good news about um, Shazam. Okay. So Shazam, quick review, even though it wasn't on the list. If you liked Spy Kids, or if you're old like me and you liked Monster Squad, then I think you can probably like Shazam. But at the same time, whereas Spider-Man Homecoming was good for the whole world, which is why it's a billion dollar movie, Spy Kids is not a billion dollar movie. (laughs) And I haven't looked at the numbers, but I'm quite sure that Shazam being targeted at just a very narrow demographic of 15 year olds is not going to hit a billion dollars. Yeah, I don't think it is. Yeah, I don't think Nobody, so. Nobody, I don't think, I don't even think they were expecting it to hit a billion No, dollars. they weren't, because it's, it's shoddy. The yeah. whole thing just looks cheap. This, the quality of the cinematography looks cheap. And can you laugh? Sure, I laughed, I had fun. It was a, it's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Apparently, for these guys, I may have to give a review for Aquaman and Wonder Woman, <laughs> yeah, too. Okay. Uh, but everybody actually, at home has already seen these movies because they're listening to this podcast. <laughs> so at least one of us uh, has actually seen these movies. So yeah, before I get um, Mercy killed again, Octopath Travelers might be headed to the PSC. This is big news. Um, Octopath Traveler is a uh, Switch game, I believe. And it sounds like it's one of those games I like. It's a um, it's a RTS uh, job-based system like Final Fantasy Tactics. And you get to take on one of eight jobs, hence the Octopath. Um, it it was okay. very, very well received in the Switch. Everybody loves the game. I have heard good things about and it. And coming to the PC means I can play it because I don't have a Switch. So, And I love RTS games that have jobs in them. Those are my favorite. I I mean, especially like Ogre Battle um, and its shoddy knockoff uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I love unlocking those jobs i don't know what it is yeah. <laughs> some of them don't make sense well, like i'm gonna be the calculator yeah because I, I, I really like uh disguise specifically for that reason that you literally have to get certain classes to a certain level before they're like oh yeah now we'll give you this this yep. class um i am one of probably two people in the entire world that liked final fantasy 10 2 also very heavily job based system so it played just like Final Fantasy X did, but instead of you having a sphere grid and stuff, yep. you would level up your jobs. You could be like a dancer, a gun mage, and all that stuff. So I like I like games that have jobs in them. That way, it I, don't have fun. To, I don't have to do my real job, but I can just play those jobs. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, do we have a date on that? We don't, because uh, it's still rumored. Oh, it's we, still rumored. Okay. Um, it was very. I mean, it's it's from. It was on a bunch of websites. So, you know, like Kotaku and all that stuff. So it sounds like it could be happening, but I'd be still... a little more excited if it came to the mobile platform in general. I think so. I mean, that... I'm going to buy a Switch, so I guess maybe it won't matter. Well, but... it being an RTS makes it very, very easy to do on a mobile yeah. um, a mobile system. So, it, it, I mean, we, I don't know. We can see it could work. Um, Frankie, have you heard anything about The Division 2 recently? Uh, I can't say that I heard much other than that it's coming out pretty soon. It's already out. It's been or out for a while. Or the the DLC though. There was DLC that There was... is DLC coming out. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, actually, there is DLC. That wasn't actually the news. That wasn't where I was going with that. <laughs> yeah, there's DLC coming up for soon. But people have found when they're minding their own business, walking around the streets of Washington, uh, a couple posters and stuff hanging up for Assassin's Creed. And it had Vikings on it. And apparently this is an accidental leak of Assassin's Creed's next game is going to have Vikings. I don't know how that plays in. I don't see how that's that's accidental. I'm happy. I'm happy purely because like Vikings is uh, the Nordic mythology is like super great. I love it. But how does but it, this is Assassin's Creed we're talking about. How does about. it fit into Assassin's Creed? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Wait, wait. The, you didn't complain about pirates. Um, the, them being pirates. The oh, I don't like Assassin's Creed at all, so I complain about <laughs> oh, it right. don't, Guys, I'm sorry. I okay, don't know what so I, I, what I want to know is like, what I want to know is somebody who plays the game and who's part of it. Uh, yeah. Where, like, what happened? We were going on a certain time period and trail. And then we're like, let's go years behind that. You know years. what? You know what happened? Someone in the office went, "Fucking Vikings, man!" We were like, yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. So we had, um, we we the first game was set eight hundred years ago. Yep. Yeah, which was right, so- like the rise of Islam. Mm-hmm. I played. That's the reason I don't like Assassin's Creed. Maybe I should play the other ones, but Assassin's Creed, the first one, is yep. the only one I've played. And after about the fifteenth time of jumping from the bird's eye view, bird's nest thing, oh, I, I just yeah. got tired. No, 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 it's very I'll, repetitive. Yes. I'll be, I'll be fair. Um, literally, the Assassin's Creed One game was a spliced version of Prince of Persia. They yep. came out and agreed to saying that, and they're like, "I'm sorry." I did not know the mechanics were this choppy, and I'm like, you didn't, you didn't test this. But the story is what people are invested in, and the story is cool and yeah. interesting, right? They're in the future, mm-hmm. and they're processing the guy's DNA to find truths, like secrets. It's funny because it's going to be one of our questions we bring up later in <laughs> story and lore. So the the story and lore is great. It's in the game. It's right there. You're playing the game. Yeah. It's just, and and I think really the first hour of Assassin's Creed is amazing. And then it gets repetitive when you realize you're going to be doing the same stuff over yeah. and over again. I mean, but the timeline is all, you know, all over the place. Mm-hmm. So it's not going in a particular order, right? It's well, eight. it was for a while with the first one, second one, um, three. And then I think it was pretty much after Black Flag that it just went. Well, it went, what, 3,000 years ago into the Egyptian pharaohs? Yeah, which... That's um. That's what, like, I, I, origins, even, I, I haven't even played that. Okay, well, that's uh, that's like three thousand years ago. So I like I, I, I don't so know. So Assassin's the re- uh, Creed one, two, and three were kind of sequential, and then when Black Flag came out, it just went and just all over the place. Yeah, that's when they started losing, like because it was like now it's just time periods, right? Because yeah, because the, yeah. <laughs> the I my only thing is that I love Norse mythology, mm-hmm. but I do feel like the Vikings are these last couple years equivalent of zombies and vampires. Yes. <laughs> right? It's just Everybody has them. <laughs> everything. Even, um, this is a little bit of a spoiler, but Betrayal Legacy, right? That turned out to be a Norse Viking thing. Yep. It was, it, it, in the end, it was heavily Norse related. Yeah. Um, and I still love it. I still love it. I do love it. <laughs> but I'm kind of like, can we get back to vampires? Or can we back get, the, back, get back to something? The I funny thing about Betrayal too is how... It was staring you in the face the whole the time. Whole, that was good. And then actually. you're like, oh, well, I'm an idiot. It was right there. Yeah. That's Betrayal Legacy. And, and maybe some other people, there's a different storyline that's not 
Um, I think it always ends up with him being him. Oh, maybe. I don't know. You know, I... The big argument here, though, with the North mythology, actually, now that I go uh, into it, um, Vikings aren't quiet, bro. Like, <laughs> they don't sneak around. It's a straight-up axe to He's your face. He's a follower of Loki. Yeah, like... This Assassin's Creed is going to be one guy running with an axe. Yeah. Like, well, well, no, but the majority here, of Vikings aren't sneaky people. No, here's, here's the problem. Everything that you just said is mostly reflective of slander from other cultures that that were angry about these uh, about Vikings, which was a job title. That was literally they were so regimented. It was, this was a job title. Oh, I'm going to go Viking. Like it's that's just their job title. They're not like right. They don't have any horns on their helmets. That's totally myth. Uh, that's Damn, all made just, up. That goes back in almost lies everything that we know of of Vikings. And raping and pillaging and all this stuff, almost everything we know is actually false. And that has nothing to do with the reality of, of who they were. So um, who who or what role is this character going to be? I don't know. Are they going to be um, an assassin? Did they have assassins? Almost assuredly. Were they yeah. assassinating other chieftains and tribes and stuff? Almost assuredly. Oh, I, I Humans are really good at this kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> They've been doing it a while. Back in the Stone Age, they were like, he has uh, he has dinosaur meat. I want it. Let's go assassinate him. Um, I don't know. I, I'm i very all over the place in my Viking. Uh, not lore, because I, I mean, I just I love everything Vikings. Almighty Johnsons. I'm still going to bring it up every single oh, time. Man, Everybody that. needs to watch it. They do. It's, it's so such good. a good show. Um, Vikings. I've heard is pretty good. And then for some reason now, when people say Vikings, I think of how to train your dragon a lot. No, I, I think it's Viking. It's, it's Viking related more dragons, but again, fake Viking. Yeah. But <laughs> you mean dragons aren't real. The bigger complaint is not that, not that there weren't sneaky people in the tribes that were going off to do like spying Viking killing stuff. Mm-hmm. The bigger complaint is going to be the, the punch dagger. Why? <laughs> but again, well, that's that like that's the same thing. So fair enough. I see your argument with that because it's the same thing for Egyptians, the Romans, the pirates. <laughs> I could literally go on. The 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 only one it, it literally felt like it it felt uh, fit with, uh, e- even when it was part of the Italian Renaissance. Even that, I was like, um, you only fit it in because Da Vinci made it. Um, so the only one I remember that I felt like it, it made sense for the Hidden Blade to be that kind of like yeah. style was the Japanese story, because that's but, something so like they're commonly here, used to, to like having wrist blades. Here's and my question: with, hidden knives in their like wrists. Here's my question: with what little knowledge I have of Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed is about a person jumping into a body or somebody in the past, right? Desmond, so, but wait, it stopped the, at Black Flag. Uh, he has not appeared in the last three but games. That, but that's the gist of it. it so, it's, so wait, wait. It's it's the descendant in this idea that we have racial memories. Mm-hmm, yes. So they can find anybody for any... Like, they could say, oh, we want to find a member of the Illuminati. So then they just have to find a descendant of the Illuminati, and then they can go back into their into their memories. But my question being, did they retain their own knowledge? Because that would make sense on how wrist blades came to be in that time. No, no, period. no. They're not going back in time. They just, but you, it's, it's a, is a, it, but is it a conscious jumping into another conscious? No, it's not. He, okay. it, it's a it's simulation. Li- yeah. It's literally him. Like he's saying, it's like as if it's his memory. 
Okay, got it. So it, they're basically like it's like a brain scan, and they're scanning his memory uh, from his cerebral cortex. Yeah, so it, I mean, like imagine that you wanted the um, password to a, an ancestral vault. Yeah. So then all you have to do is just kidnap his grandson. Uh huh. And great, then great, 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 great. Not, not even <laughs> no. Literally, you could just go grab somebody's son that was born after the dad made the password. And then put the son into the dad's life and try to trick the son into going into this simulation where he's going to oh, yeah. punch in the passcode. Now you know the passcode. Gotcha. He literally just pretty much gave. that. That's a spoiler pretty much to how. This, yeah. That's a, what about the movie? Yeah. The, I know the movie wasn't. Uh, we don't received. talk about that. I didn't watch it. Literally. Michael Fassbender. How do you say it? Michael Fassbender. Fassbender. Great actor. Love him. But. <sighs> You think this has any inclination of what the uh, Witcher series is going to look like on Netflix? <laughs> Should be it's Netflix. So, yeah, it is it's Netflix. Net, it's so. Netflix. Uh, wow, I can't remember his name all of a sudden. Hen, Henry, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. And we love him. Wait. And Witcher. And his the last Witcher game, honestly, was really good. Uh, the story. I it, love the storyline for the Witcher. So it's funny. I just hate the gameplay. It's funny because I've heard a lot of people when they're talking about Witcher say, "I haven't played one and two. Three is where I started, and three is amazing." And I've heard that a lot. Where they, they yeah, a lot of people that are fans that of the Witcher bit. haven't played one and two at all. But it sure, three I'm not sure as hell makes them want to play one I'm and two. I'm not saying it's sure. a bad thing. I just think it's funny where they're like, "This is where it starts." Then I, I just want to know how many people uh, saw a YouTube clip. Of the Witcher, like seducing one of the like succubi ladies, <laughs> like, and then saying, "I game. need to play this game." <laughs> I that's one thing that drives me crazy, and I try not to do it. I notice myself, but I hate gatekeeping. When like, oh, you're a fan, so tell me this and this. You're like, look, I just like it. Okay, am I not allowed to like something? I hate. I'm about to gatekeep get- you <laughs> in some of these movies, James. <laughs> like, kid, I just like it, man. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> All right, uh, Frankie, you're gonna be really excited about this one. Yeah. Nah, the Switch. What about it? Someone made a GameCube controller for it. Someone? Not Nintendo? Power A made a GameCube controller. It's garbage. And it's wireless. It's garbage. It hasn't even come out yet. Yeah, I'm already saying it's garbage. <laughs> I, I don't like Power A. Uh, I'm going to give the, the people, since they're going like, why, Frankie? Why is it garbage? Because they want my explanation. And I'll tell you. <laughs> Someone asked them. <laughs> Power A um, generally... I've had many of their controllers in my past time of playing, like from the Xbox to the the Wii U to PlayStation Three, like just many of their different controllers. Uh, and I've come to the conclusion with controllers in general, if it's a third party, it's bound to break. It's bound to not work as well as the licensed, manufactured, official controller from that company. Um, and I'm not saying like oh, that controller will never work and like people should never buy power. A, but when you're like me and I'm stupid, like I want to make sure the buttons never lag, never fail, never lose connection. Um, that it's, it's a key point to make sure. And, and I don't know if there are uh, power a controllers that never have that. Cause literally, like I said, every single time I've bought, bought or bought a power a controller or, or uh, piece of accessory it just was not worth my time or money right. and, and until they start sponsoring us i think they're crap 
but <laughs> hey, you want to sponsor? These controllers are amazing. I don't You're know if I'll say at all. I don't know if I'll say they're amazing, but I'll stop calling them crap. <laughs> so yeah, you have the firm. To understand. be fair, but, go ahead, no, go ahead. Have, have either of you uh, ever played with an NES Advantage? Uh, uh-uh. I. That was the original from Nintendo first party. Um, joystick controller like like for street for fighting games mostly for fighting games yeah so i had the big buttons and it had a had a stick so you could play um fighting games on your nintendo kind of stuff um that thing it broke so many times and i had to take it apart and resolder things and clean out the insides and it just that was a first party controller i have never literally never had a problem with a Mad Cats controller, I was just gonna say that Mad Cats broke on me all Mad, the time. I, really? I I've met all the time. Mad Cats okay. always. I am sure, knowing you, James, that you are very <laughs> violent. I'm sure you're very violent with your controllers. <laughs> it was Guilty Gear, okay? Game made me mad. I, if it can't resist, you know, being thrown against a wall, it's not no, a good it, controller. It, which is great because I don't know if any of you guys have, you know, been able to watch James's stream of where he plays Overwatch or <laughs> Heroes of the Storm or Anything. any competitive game, really. And Even non-competitive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you should hear him literally playing a solo game on mobile. Just on mobile. Yeah, I, I got mad at night for me the other day. Speaking of stuff that's funny and you guys will probably be funny for, my account got banned on Heroes. Yeah. Is that surprising? I, nope. I just like to imagine that your account gets banned on uh, Midnight Whatever. Yeah. They'd be like, wait, you got banned on a single player game. Yeah, I don't know how it happened, but I got banned. I threw my phone and I got banned. I don't know what happened. Um, I, I personally love my Nintendo Switch wireless controllers that kind of look like Xbox controllers. They work great. Actually, I think they might be first party. Nintendo They're first party. Game. Yeah, they they work great. They look great. They feel great. There was one controller. I think it was a Mad Cat's controller too. That was amazing though. So it kind of brought it back for me because I'm almost positive it was Mad Cat's. It was a PlayStation One or Two controller that had fans built into the way you, you get, hold it. Just just to clarify, fans. So because my hands sweat a lot when I'm playing. Because you're angry. Well, I play a lot. Like I'll sit there for eight hours without taking the controller out of my hands. I want to make sure you both know this. <laughs> you you both know Mad Mad Cats doesn't exist anymore. Right. They, they I, I went under. Oh yeah, they're they're gone. They don't exist. They went under. Um, it was like make two years. <laughs> it was two years ago or something. No. Like at, for Evo, they announced that they're their team wouldn't be coming and then the franchise was pretty much just going to just disappear. I wonder why that is. Um, is it because first party controllers just became good enough? I mean, I, no, honestly, I think that's where, cause mad cats for the longest time, the only reason why they were staying relevant was their, their, uh, e-league or their, you know, their esports teams, yeah. um, comp- competing. And then purely for the fact that they made fighting sticks. Uh, and that was like, the, and, and now most, professional competitive people make their own sticks with, yeah you can order the sticks and yep. the buttons and mm-hmm. just kind of like so yeah. this might be blasphemy for anybody who knows me but i am i love my dual shot controllers i feel like those are perfect controllers for me because i've had i've had them in my hands for so so many years now that they're comfortable but i will admit xbox elite controllers are fucking amazing right. so uh just to give a little background story to the xbox controller and where it came from I came from Microsoft. Uh, 
No. <laughs> it, it didn't actually. This is going to, like, this blows some people's minds. The original concept of basically the Xbox and the Xbox controllers is all from Sega. Sega's a, a con. They had concepts for a new console, new everything, and this was uh, right before they were like, you know what, we're just going to become a software company and not uh, do hardware anymore. Um, who wants to buy this stuff? And Microsoft was like, Bill Gates is like, I don't. I want if a game. if I you want. compare the original mega size Xbox controller. Oh, and it was cool. way too big. Yeah, it was big. I mean, it was fine. I, I mean, I, I actually enjoyed it, but it I do enjoy huge. the smaller one more. But it is most similar to a Dreamcast controller. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? That like, weird, big... To be fair, I think the Dreamcast controllers were only big because of the cartridge that you would put in Well, the yeah. And, and that's the problem. And that's why in the Japanese market, Xbox sold small Xbox controllers. <laughs> and then eventually it just came over and it was like, wait a minute, why are we making big ones again? But So what we need to have now is whatever company made the Xbox Elite controllers... They need to do the same for PlayStation, and I swear to you, you will have money, because so many people have been saying that they want a PlayStation Elite controller. It would be awesome. They're not, I mean, not like a knockoff. That company, that's that company that makes the Elite controllers, needs to make PlayStation Two. You know, because I, I, I'm pretty sure the PlayStation has an Elite controller of their not, own. Not like that. Not like that. Not with buttons that come out and and extra things and knobs and stuff that you can. What? Okay, you're right. Uh, now I'm thinking about it. it's a it's a third party company that makes uh, for both Xbox and yeah. PlayStation. What I've never mm-hmm. missed is having my hands cramp up from playing on the stupid uh, GameCube uh, controller playing Mario Kart for hours. You know what's or funny something. is so many people praise that controller <laughs> and you just were like, that's a piece of shit. It this is. It sucks. <laughs> I just think in blind blind tests, the, the game, game uh, GameCube controller has never like won. It's it's just always from people with fond memories of playing uh, um, Smash. I mean, Smash. I'm such whatever. a horrible human being. When you said blind test, I imagined a blind person going, what the fuck is this controller? Oh my God. <laughs> just getting mad at it. <laughs> I'm awful. All right. All right. So uh, uh, next news. Netflix <laughs> is... This should be our segment. We just yeah. talk about Netflix every episode. This, this week in Netflix. Uh, that's actually Twin. Ah, twin. This week in Netflix. All right. Uh, Netflix is going to make an Alice in Wonderland Wizard of Oz crossover series. Wait, so that whole concept you just you were telling me about earlier was because they're doing this, yeah. We were having an off an off screen, off radio discussion about Alice and Wizard of Oz. They are going to cross over and I'm confused and excited. Yeah, I really don't know how I feel about that. That like this is my you guys are getting the realest reaction from me right now because What? Uh, well, what was that? (laughs) (laughs) Um but uh, I don't Here, let me mean. let me fix this for you, Frankie. Netflix is making it. There, you're done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it's gonna be good because it's Netflix, and pretty much everything that's been original that's come out so far has had great acting, great uh, audio. Like, just it's like maybe not great. It's not the best, but it's an, enough for you to be like, wow, I could watch this because this is well well put together. Netflix is so good, and there's always that one little caveat. I'm always like, name one bad Netflix movie that wasn't a live-action so, so anime. What do, we, what do we know about it? Is it, is it going to be 
two worlds where people can wander between the two of them they just announced that that's what they're doing we have no news of what's coming but it is a thing that is coming because a lot of um a lot of fiction treats these worlds as worlds that are basically in the same multiverse and that you can go between um these worlds that these fiction authors from that period like these like 1890s authors that they're all kind of connected because they, a lot of times they'll have similar notes throughout their stories. So it'd be kind of neat if this is the beginning, but then the next season they're like, Oh, now we're going into um, maybe Frankenstein's world or Dracula's world. And it just starts really just kind of mi- mixing things up. That sounds a lot like um, once upon a time. Yeah. But hopefully adult. <laughs> Once Upon a Time wasn't bad, but I, I like never, Once Upon a Time. I never finished yeah, it. I, I, I've heard it was great, but many, many people were saying, like like you said, it was like too fairy tale-ish. Yeah. It, Holy the, shit. Okay. I'm just, I'm trying to read what was, what right. this is about. All and right. I, this little blurb right here. That's makes our me one. There's still be PG-13. Super excited. Uh the story will follow. <laughs> the story will follow Dorothy, who is sent to a home for girls after after experiencing terrible nightmares, which is where she meets Alice. Okay. Okay. So excellent. So two different girls, two different worlds. So both, just both kind two, of insane. Two different girls who basically went to an acid trip world. Okay. <laughs> you know what? What it better not be. Because this this will just I won't even watch it if it is. Um, what was that? Uh, what was that movie with the blonde with the steampunk kind of world? She was in the same side. Oh, Sucker, Sucker Punch. Punch! Sucker Punch! Such a lie. It I was a I, good movie, and then like the last five minutes, there was you're nothing like, good oh, about what? that movie, James. It's not real. There was like, nothing good about Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch was amazing. The you soundtrack. Go, you the go, soundtrack was you great. You can go eat it. That movie was not good. I that refuse to watch great. it. I refuse to watch it because I won't watch anything where the end of the movie is. Oh, you wasted your time watching the movie. So Sucker oh, Punch is out. In... Twilight is out. Next is out. Those Wait, are all... Twilight isn't out? Yeah. The last movie of Twilight? It undid the whole series? No, it didn't. Is it just a dream? It didn't undo the whole series. It just did undid that whole movie. Because at the very end, you realize it was Alice's vision that happened, and they fixed the entire vision. So you watched basically 50 minutes of what could the have happened. The last happen. movie? The last movie, yeah. So I didn't watch any of the Twilight movies. I read the first book. And then that was enough for me to know not to watch the, <laughs> yeah. watch the You didn't get to the best part in the second book where she was like, and then another month went by. And then another one month went by. And that was literally seven pages of, and another month went All by. All right, guys. Sorry, we're talking about a, a 10-year-old movie now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, next up. This just happened today. Sony has added the ability to change your online ID. Oh my gosh. So if you were a Poopants69, you can now change your name to something else more suited, like Poopants72, because you got older or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it wouldn't make sense if you were... Okay, yeah, so, it, so it's free? You can just change I think it's it free, yeah. freely? If, I'm, I'm, Finally. I, I didn't I, look into it. I was just excited about that. But I'm no almost, longer be I cut the cheese. Yeah, and I'm 72. pretty positive that they won't let you just keep doing it. Oh, because that would be a pain in the ass. I want to have a new name for every game. But yeah, if you if you had a name, this is especially relevant because um, a lot of people are coming back to Halo because the whole Halo franchise is coming out again on Steam, and people are making their online IDs their old Halo IDs so friends can find them again. 
So what does that have to do with Sony? Because Sony is like, oh, that's actually a good idea. If you had another mm. name in another game, then you could have it over here and have all of your games be one username. That's cool. All right. It is cool. Uh, a new trailer. Actually, a couple of video game trailers came out. There's going to be a couple we're talking about. This first one was called Biomutant, and it looks freaking insane. No, you have to use the way you described it in the, the, in the notes. Freaking. It looks balls to the walls crazy. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, you're a ninja cat. Um, I'm already in. And you're fighting other bio mutants. Okay. Who are other, I guess, failed experiments or something. But the ninja cat wasn't like a, you know, ha ha ha, I'm funny. It was like, no, I'm a fucked up cat. <laughs> and I'm going to kill you now. And it showed this cat like like ninja guy and jumping off the walls and grappling hooks and all this other stuff. And I was like... What is happening right now? What is happening? It looks so good. So if you guys haven't seen the Biomutant trailer, go look for it. I will try and remember to put it in the show notes. Actually, Frankie, we're going to try this today. Can you mark me on that one? So just push the button, the uh, the knob. Just push it. There you go. Mark me. So we'll know to look for it on that part. All right. Put it in a show note. <laughs> That's smart. Um, the next one. Is called Control, and there's been a lot of talk about this game too. So, it's a game. It's a game. It's called Control. Um, it's an upcoming action adventure video game by Remedy Entertainment and published by Five Hundred Five Games. Five Hundred Five has made some uh, really good stuff. The game revolves around the Federal Bureau of Control, a secret U.S. government agency tasked with containing and studying supernatural phenomena. Interesting. So it looked kind of like, um, I'm trying to think of like maybe Prey, something like that. Sound, like, it sounds like it's more off that game, uh, that Steam game that's called like CP whatever, or like, it, it's just like you're supposed to, it's about like creatures that are like held inside a facility and the facility is there's this rock or this that moves in darkness or if that wasn't prey no because like i remember it's called something <laughs> different it's like this dummy that looks like a human you're a dummy i, I mean yeah <laughs> no i i don't remember that game cp i thought it was like cp something but it, no sound, it sounds similar to that like a, a task force of people who are supposed to make sure certain phenomenas or creatures are kept away from society to be honest it just kind of sounds like bioshock um you know you got a got a lot of firearm first person shooters and then you got a bunch of special powers i was i was saving the bioshock because we have one more game coming up that is no but you're right it does i was trying to not say it but yeah it it looks like it's bioshock but it looks i mean i like that yeah (laughs) bioshock's great (laughs) uh this game actually has a release date i don't know if um biomutant did i will let you know um, but this game is set to come out on 20, uh, August 27th this year. Okay. Dope. So it looks it looks cool as hell. I'm sorry. It just Both these games were awesome looking. Um, next. <laughs> you a fan of Drax, Frankie? You like Drax? Yeah, he's great. Do Dave you want ba- more? Dave Bautista. You want more? I do want more. Dave Bautista has just announced retirement from wrestling to pursue acting more. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> um, purely off because uh, uh, Batista, like, really, let's be honest, man. When's the last time you were in a ring? 
Um, <laughs> He's going to come over here and break a table over your head for saying that. That's great. That, that'll that give us more views and podcasts <laughs> and stuff and things to go off of. Um, I you heard it here that. first. If you can send a professional wrestler here. Um, Frankie will get th- tossed through a table for you. Frankie will let yeah, him we'll. toss you through a table. Um, Only if you can make that happen, though. He actually is in a movie coming out very soon called Stuber. It's a really weird name for it. But, okay, so you remember the scene in Deadpool when Deadpool gets in the taxi with the, the guy and the guy takes him around? Imagine that, but it's Dave Bautista and that's the whole movie. But Dave Bautista is a cop who's looking for people. And he just he just basically took this guy's car with him in it and was like, go here. I just want to hear him say, it's not a tumor. <laughs> I don't know. I just It's super exciting because Drax, like I said in the last episode, Drax has my favorite, one of my favorite moments in all of the MCU with the invisible chip. <laughs> I love it. So good. <laughs> I still laugh so about good. it every time. Um, and just to see him come back and do more movies, it's good. Yeah. Um, this, hopefully if we caught it right, if you're listening to this now, there should have been a Nintendo direct. My girlfriend didn't even know what that was. <laughs> and I had to pretend like I knew what it was. Nintendo direct is um, what Nintendo does for when they announce things. Mm-hmm. So, um, Nintendo doesn't go to E3 anymore. Yeah. That's because they do these. Okay. So, they'll do a big show, a big presentation. When they announce the next Pokemon uh, game... That's Is this only out, online? It's Yes. It's, it's a streamed uh, thing. Yeah. Okay. It's usually on YouTube. Usually, they just... There's somewhere you can to go to to watch it or live, Twitch. but it's in Japan. Yeah. Okay. But um, this next Nintendo Direct, rumored by many, Kotaku, Gamatsu, all these other gaming websites, is saying that... If it does happen tomorrow, or our tomorrow, if you're listening to it, it already happened. It was big. It's very big news. And I am freaking out about that. Because we've been talking about Nintendo the last few weeks and, and Xbox being buddies. So what, what could come out? Of this of this conversation of this well, Microsoft is bought because every yeah, everybody's actually like on this impression that Master Chief will be in Smash. That would probably make a, a bunch of people lose their damn minds. Imagine if they announced that Microsoft purchased Nintendo. I would. How <laughs> afraid would PlayStation be? I think they'd be afraid. There would I be, think they, yeah, I, there I'm, wouldn't be a metaphorical brick, sh- uh, sh- a brick being <laughs> shot. It would be real. Place there. Uh, I couldn't even say. Cash you just Hurai. look over at me and then like I shake my leg and hear clunk. <laughs> I couldn't even say Kaz Harai is worried about it because that is the CEO of Sony and he just stepped down recently. Yeah. So Kaz Harai's does it care? But well, he's, in I mean, he's in an advisement role. No, he's he stepped out completely as no, of last he, week. He said that he was still available when needed. Eh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But yes, I don't know if if it happened. Um, it's exciting news, and woohoo to whatever they said. Whatever they said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're going to say. Basically, what we're trying to say, guys, is we're just as excited as you guys sitting here right now, even though you listening to me right now talk about this, has it already been played? So my hype should be on the same level. So you're a descendant of yourself in Assassin's Creed, and you can go back. <laughs> even I'm hyped, and I didn't even know anything about what this was. I didn't hear about it. But I just didn't know what it was. So Sony is also trying to do the same thing. Um, they dropped out of going to E3 and, yep. and and they're doing this instead, which it kind of upset me because I wanted to go to E3 and see Sony this year. But it's also better for Sony to do this. That way they can control what's being said. They can make big, big deals out of everything. And the first one that they did where they did like a Sony Direct, it was called, a, I forgot what it was called. It was something lame. But um, they focused solely on VR. 
on the first one that they did and nobody nobody really has vr equipment right now there's a couple there's a couple people rich has some but you don't have a playstation vr no why would i have htc vibe the point proven so all these games are for playstation vr that they announced and it's just i think they're targeting a market Dark that's not Fitness there has a playstation vr <laughs> They they did this big thing where they're announcing a bunch of games and it was uh, Iron Man VR and this in VR and this in VR and then oh, oh that's and right yeah we have one game here here you go and it's yeah. like okay that's cool but your market's not there yet and if it never tra- will be because yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know, it might be uh, no it could get there in a few years until I can literally plug a wire into the back of my head and be submerged <laughs> well to be fair once they can get these units wireless that would help mine's wireless. That's what I'm saying. Well, PlayStation getting theirs wireless. Theirs isn't wireless yet. Oh. Step it up, PlayStation. Yeah. Um, so the rest of us already have wireless. I don't know what, <laughs> what you're doing, Sony. No spoilers, because I'm only on episode eight of ten, but Sabrina. Oh, I, I haven't season, even I haven't even started. Sabrina's second season is insane. I had faith in you, Frankie. Listen, I mean, if, if I'm gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna like shoot. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna fire the shot. I haven't even watched the first season. Let's just be honest, guys. He has a new girlfriend, and um, they, he doesn't have time for, for watching shows. We're, when she gets here tonight, I'm going to tell her, make him watch Sabrina, okay? No, it's really good. Um, whatever you know about Sabrina the Teenage Witch, completely throw it out the Well, yeah, no, because I, wa- I actually watched... Does she have a familiar? Kind of. Does it talk? Yeah. No. Who cares? The no. best part about Sabrina the Teenage Witch was Salem talking. <laughs> But he had the best lines, and he doesn't talk. Fair himself. to to give you, I started watching the first and second episode, so I do know it's dark. I do know the characters are there. I do know some of the actors. Um, like I do know the fact. This is a spoiler, guys. If you guys haven't watched the first season, um, you're like literally five minutes in, and somebody dies, and yeah. literally gets their throat chopped open. Yeah, this is one of those ones yeah. where like this is this is how the series is gonna go. Okay. Yeah, I was, it doesn't stop there; it keeps going. If, it, if it's anything like Umbrella Academy, where in the first couple of scenes you're like, "What is happening?" I must find out. Literally, like that's how I fell in love with Umbrella but Academy. From what I know right now, from watching up to the second uh, episode eight in the second season, yeah. Anything that you liked about Sabrina the Teenage Witch, meaning all of the you know interests and all these characters and how they play out, they are not those characters in this at all. No, well, Hilda no, and I mean, Zelda are particularly very, very different. Hilda is very similar. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> but in the last episode I just watched with without trying to but get Hilda's too much a badass. Away, Hilda was freaking nuts. She's, she's awesome. She was like, Oh, you want to mess with me? That's fine. You're dead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> This no. is just making me like hype and want to watch it more oh, and more. So oh, good. man, so good. So and so wait, like, I know let me ask you something okay. about the second season that I'm wondering. Being a fan of many different series, are they? Is there from what you've seen? Is Riverdale talked about in this season yes. at all? Yes, yeah. all the time. Okay. Um, there's a there's a shop that they go to called Doctor Cerberus, and uh, the the owner has you know a secret and everything too but every time that they go into dr services there's always some guy holding archie comics huh. and, and, and they literally in in riverdale's next door yeah yeah and, and they say that they're gonna go to riverdale or something like they i hasn't i don't know you don't, uh, there's two episodes left for me to or three episodes left because i'm on, on eight uh i don't know if they actually get to riverdale but i've meant i've heard mentioned that they might you know with that uh, uh is riverdale a netflix thing or is it a uh cbw it's cbw so for me i'm actually please guys uh take notes 
for all you directors, publishers, all you people uh, from Riverdale and uh, Chilling Adventures of uh, Sabrina, because we have Netflix and CW, two different broadcasters and people working together to kind of create some story. This is great, guys. And I know other people have been doing this before. I wish that were true. (laughs) You don't think that there were like... They're not talking about Riverdale from the CW, I don't think. However... How much would Netflix love to screw with Disney for taking away the Disney contract? <laughs> by, by messing up Riverdale? By, no, by doing stuff with, with CW. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that would be That would, that be, would be fun. Yeah. I, by all means, Frankie, I hope, because Riverdale is actually really cool. It's, I mean, yes, it's beautiful, hot people with lots of gossip and betrayal. Frankie, it's Teen Wolf. Um, oh, great. I'm watching. <laughs> and it's got murder and uh, really hot people. And it's got really hot people. It's got um, really hot. <laughs> guys, if you really like hot people, then Riverdale is the show for you. Dark hot people. Dark hot people. Yeah. Well, if you other uh, like other dark hot people, you can just watch uh, Altered Carbon because you have a you have a crush on the uh, the police officer. I now. do, man. I have a crush on that. Uh, the oh, what's her name? Uh, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, it. She's uh, from Mexican soap operas. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the news that we just for Telemundo for the Sabrina, it, it's already it's already been tagged for season three. It's it's going right now. It Dude, is great. so season two. It's so good. I know you haven't finished I, it. I, it's so good. I love the fact that something like Sabrina the Teenage Witch, when it first came out, I watched the episodes, I uh, the first episode or, and kind of a little bit of the second one and enjoyed it. I'm really loving the fact that so many people hated it and were like, oh, like there was so like this battle of things of like, oh, the the Satanists were attacking it, saying it's like, oh, you're not portraying us correctly. All this hatred coming towards the show. And then the people were like, wait, 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 wait. Like, even though it's like, you know, there are little controversy and there's a little like problems. It's a great show. I do want it to continue. Like we... Netflix has been definitely doing that with all of their originals, making a push for making sure they get more seasons. Netflix is doing a good job of balancing um, legitimate criticism. Like they, in, in Bird Box, they used some scenes from a crashing train. Yeah. And now they're re-releasing it without those, without those segments because um, profiting off of the, this footage, even though it's public, even though they legally had the right to use it, publicing uh, uh profiting off of this disaster is inappropriate probably yeah. mm-hmm. however they did not fold to baseless nonsense allegations i know that the wiccans um they are so insecure because they've had a lifetime of of very like very aggressive dominant christians um kind of browbeating them so yeah they're like main like like uh you're making you know Wiccans look like um, Satanists, and the Satanists are like, "You're making us look like Wiccans," and like, <laughs> and like they're like, "No, uh, this is fictional witchcraft." Yeah, it's it's not real, guys. It's not real. I'm, imagine that. Now I know that they're using the same statue from the Satanist Church, and Which is I know yes. that they randomly take fragments of. What is a very modern religion, which is Wicca, because there's no, there was no form of Wicca yeah. prior to the, like 80 years ago. So, um, yeah, just just have fun with it, guys, and and enjoy the fact that any parts of your religions are being used because they totally make Christians look bad when they bring in the angels and stuff. Oh so, yes, they did. Yeah. So Holy crap, that was awesome. They're equally like insulting everybody. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's fun. Um, the two things I liked about it the most so far was one, Salem's true form. When you see it just for that split mm-hmm. second, that one time in like the third episode of the first season, like it, it's pretty quick and you don't see it anymore, but you know it's there. You know it could happen again. Yeah. So it's awesome. And then my favorite thing that they do is the opposite of everything that you would normally say. Uh, for instance, if you were like, oh, hell no. They'd be like, oh, <laughs> oh heavens no. And you're like, what? <laughs> but that's because everything that they do is polar opposite in that show. So I like when they say, I'm going to get the heaven out of here. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> but what I don't like is I don't like things like the maid of dishonor. Yeah. That's just dumb. That's just dumb, guys. Come on. <laughs> like, this is not funny. Um, this is just idiotic. Like, oh, you're getting married, so I'm going to have my my sister be the maid of dishonor. Wait a minute. So she's going to insult you to your face? What it, What is she going to do to be the dishonor? Like, that's just like childish. Like, oh, it's like, I'm just going to mirror what you say in the opposite. Like, no, come on. This is dumb. And the, the, the thing that shows really good at Frankie for when you watch it is the characters that you want to hate. Oh, God, you hate them so much. You're like, I hope the fucking guy just dies. And you, you're just waiting for it. It's so good at doing that. All right. So the next one is another one of these uh, game releases that we're talking about. It's called Close to the Sun. Um, they showed some very, very, very light gameplay footage of it. And it looks almost like the era of Bioshock. This is the one I was talking about. So okay. it looks like it's a Bioshock-like game. They even say that on their um, on their uh, their website, which I believe is Storm in a Teacup is the name of the publisher. Um, they say it's bi- like Bioshock-like in that they got their... You know, some of their stuff, but it looks so good. There is like, you know, people burning and disappearing and just all this paranormal stuff happening. And it's just so awesome. So I'm excited about that. Um, This next news bit, it's not our traditional piece of news, but it had to be said so we can all equally freak out about it. (laughs) Cadbury cream egg mayonnaise is now a thing. I don't even know how they... Wait, what, what is that? Wait, what I is don't that? know yet. I don't know. I looked for it today to try and find it. I can't find it yet, but well, it's coming. Well, it's not coming. Oh, it's not? It's a limited release. Oh, damn. I think in the UK. Um, because, that's, because that's where Cadbury is. Yeah. Cad- even though they closed the factory, I, th- I think. Because Hershey bought them. That's fair. Hershey's better huh. anyway. Cadbury Mayo. What the hell? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Do not cross that line. <laughs> yeah, so it is out, maybe. But so it's, it's sweet mayo. Sweet oh. mayo. Cool. It might taste like the inside of a Cadbury egg. We don't know. Guess we'll find and out. And I love Cadbury eggs, and I hate mayo. And I don't know if that means that I just think it's meh, <laughs> or if I think it's vomit-inducing. So here's some very relevant, important news to our specific podcast. Very, very important, relevant news. Paul Rudd turned 50. <laughs> um, and again, turned 50 looks younger than me. Yeah, he's a vampire. I'm, I'm going with it. He's just like Keanu Reeves and Morgan Freeman and all these other people that are just vampires. They, they don't die. Paul Rudd, we need to have an interview to discuss this vampirism that you have. Uh, and uh, How does he look younger now than he did in Clueless. I don't understand that. Makeup's a wondrous thing. <laughs> he just looks like that naturally, though. People are like, well, I saw him on the street, and he still looks like that. 
It's crazy. But yeah, happy birthday, Paul Red. We love you. Please come to the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Borderlands news again. But this is important. Borderlands it's important. is the first game to receive Valve's off-topic review. So what this means was when Borderlands 3 was announced to be an epic exclusive for six months, immediately trolls and angry, upset people went to Steam and started giving Borderlands 1, 2, and the pre-sequel bad reviews because of the news that it's going to be an epic exclusive. I, well, okay. Internet society? What the hell, man? <laughs> Someone explain this to me. How does this make sense? Like, if you wanted the next game to come to Steam faster than six months, then why don't you negatively re- review it on the Epic Store? Yeah. And say, hey, I would have bought it here, but it's the Epic Store. Well, I think the reason that they didn't do that yet is because Epic doesn't have the other Borderlands games on their store to do that too yet. So, Still. does that really encourage them to bring the game to Steam. No. Or stay no. away from this hostile environment. Yeah. So God. what they did was uh, Steam, or Valve, Steam, has looked at these reviews and made another category called off-topic reviews. Well, they didn't look at them. They made an AI. They made an AI. To, to look at these reviews and remove them from the judgment of being, yeah. you know, because people are stupid and they want to review something because they're upset about how something happened. It has yeah, nothing to do I, with the game. Where who who encouraged this? Who started this kind of like Captain Marvel now now that what what is wrong? That that's it, the whole These idea. Just the trolls. Just, yeah. yeah, stop. You, the internet anonymity and anonymity. I can't say it. <laughs> anonymity um, is just made to people brazen and. Careless, brazen. Wow, he used it. (laughs) They just, they, they just do it. What I did like is Steam did not delete the reviews. You can still see them as a setting. You can, you can totally read them, but they just made these trolls powerless. Steam even one up themselves. They went, here's the reviews of the games. Here's the bullshit reviews of the games. So you can read those if you want, but they're not true. So. But some of some of them might have been miscategorized. Some of them, I don't, I don't doubt that. Yeah, but. If they were, you're stupid because Borderlands is a good game. So, (laughs) (laughs) but I just, it's interesting. Um, It's the first game that received this, and which means that there's going to be more in the future. And this technology will probably be coming to Rotten Tomatoes soon, I'm sure. Um, This just in, I know we say that at the beginning of the top of the show, but this was literally just in. As we were recording this, my girlfriend messaged me and said that Jack Black is interested in playing the Penguin. Yes. In a Batman movie. Yes. Well, I am all for that. Please, God, don't let there be another Batman movie. I can't handle another one. Now I feel obsessed with wait, the wait, need wait. to have this movie happen. <laughs> a, ba- a standalone Batman movie? I don't know. He just said he wanted to play the Penguin. Standalone Batman movies did great. What's did a, fantastic. What, what's a standalone Batman movie versus not? Batman Begins? Is that the one with Mr. Freeze and. No. No. That's with Chris oh, Forever. I like Forever's my favorite one. And I know I'm gonna get made fun of for that, but I love Yes, they because you deserve to be made fun yes, of. For it's that. an awful movie. That's why it's my favorite one. Not no. because it's awful, but because of how like just cliche. Batman like Begins was just the ninjas. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It was when he was uh, at Ra uh Ghoul. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh Neil or Liam Neeson is uh Razagul. He, which one? Oh, Clooney's the Batman with the nipples, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm trying to make sure I have them all straight in my head. That's how I remember how, them. How, how are you, Batman how are you remembering <laughs> these and not like How did they get away Knight? with having Liam Neeson be the, uh, the Asian villain? <laughs> they were just like, this guy's a badass. Um, so let's make him be one of the most badass people. The same way they're going to let Leonardo DiCaprio get away with being an Asian in Akira. <laughs> they're just going to do it. <laughs> Um, but I mean, it's cool that he wants to be the penguin and I love Jack Black and I love how he trolls everybody. But I like penguin being unintentionally funny. I feel like penguin has to take himself very, very seriously, but everybody else doesn't. Yeah. And Jack Black has had his, um, his YouTube gaming channel for a while now. And he still has yet to play a game on it. <laughs> That's what makes it so funny. And like his running joke is like, all right, we're going to play a game. Oh, wait, someone called me. Hold on. And he'll like leave to go do something. and never comes back to play the game. Like huh. it's, it's funny. But like he does actually show things that he's doing yeah. in his life. And so it's, it's pretty cool to see that. And he shows his kids. His kids are hilarious. So, yeah, if you like Jack Black, go find his channel. I suddenly forgot. Uh, Jablinski. Jablinski Games. That's what he called it. I, I don't know if I'm... Uh... I don't know if I want to see him as Penguin. I think it'd be cool. I mean, just like I want to see uh, another movie with uh, Jim Carrey as the Riddler again. Guys, <laughs> what the hell is wrong? Uh, and, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. Okay, that one's just... Okay. I want to play a drinking game to that movie one of these days. And every this is a funny one. Every time in Batman Forever, there's a cliched line said, like, take two of these and call me in the morning. You drink. Between Mr. Freeze and uh, Poison Ivy, you will probably be dead by the end of that movie. Worst Poison Ivy ever. That's the one that really, more than anything, that's the one that just frustrated me because for some reason, they always take like beautiful redhead comic book characters and change them out for somebody who's not beautiful, not a redhead. (laughs) So, okay, we got two rules for the Batman Forever drinking game. Every time a cliche line is said... And then you finish your drink when they talk, when they talk about the Batman credit card. <laughs> That's when you when they <laughs> can't talk. Do you remember the Bat card? No. Uh, there was I, I, there vaguely. was one reference to just one. They block that whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> when he was like, uh, "How did you afford that?" He's like, "I charge it to my Bat card." And he pulls it out of his utility belt. You're like, "Holy crap! They didn't just do that, did they?" <laughs> That's why it's so good. It's like a B movie. It's po- like it's. It's purposely but unintentionally There's funny. so many good movies. I don't have time for good movies. <laughs> All right. And the last one was something Frankie really wanted to talk about. So, Frankie. Oh, I'm drawing on our just, notes. How did I do that? It's not just... It's great news, guys. Um, we're going to talk about the new TV series that's coming to Cinemax, or already came to Cinemax, already has three episodes. This series I'm talking about is Warrior. And if you guys are coming here to listen to me, it's good. Because this story is about a story written by Bruce Lee. Yes, you heard me correct. Bruce Lee did have uh, a story written up. But now you're probably wondering, Bruce Lee's dead. How did this story come to? Well, that's great you ask. Because Sharon Lee, or Shannon Lee, not Sharon Lee. Uh, Damn, I thought you were going to say that. He went back to his descendants and he got the story. Oh, that's Assassin's Creed again. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shannon Lee. And uh, Justin Lin, yes, Justin Lin from uh, Fast and Furious series, is wor- uh, worked with uh, Shannon to make the Warriors series. Warriors is about a Chinese 
I want to correct. I just want to. I'm not trying to interrupt you, but I want to correct you because I know we said earlier that this is hard to find. Is it warrior or warriors? I, from what my understanding is, when I searched it, it's just warrior. Okay, because there is another show. There is another show called Warrior. Mm-hmm. There's also another show called Warriors, so it's yes. confusing as hell. Yeah, so when you got the best way I found it, um, looking it up and looking on the info uh, on the internet was Warrior Bruce Lee. I, I yeah. literally that's what I put, and I got the best results that way. So with that, um, I might as well, I guess, tell you where to watch it before we go deeper into it. Uh, Amazon Prime. If you have an Amazon Prime account, you can watch on their video streaming service. The first episode, I, I looked and it's only the first episode. I think maybe they're doing uh, what most streaming services do with a TV series. Like they're going to only put out an episode after two or one week of it airing on the original um, broadcasting station. You can at least get a taste for it. See if you want to watch it. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, it all came out April 5th, right? So, yeah. Um, well, I mean, there shouldn't be a huge amount of episodes out. Anyways. Yeah. So like I said, there's three out uh, for sure that are out. Um, and this series is about the Chinese mafia in San Francisco in the early 1800s. That's pretty much all that I know. I haven't watched the series too much, I've, uh, but it's about these uh, gangs that are trying. It's one guy and they're going through. And he's trying to make sure he makes a difference within San Francisco. And he starts getting influences with other big, uh, big names. Uh, I don't so, want to say uh, the because, names. Because you said that next week you're going to be giving people a little bit more of a recap after you actually watch the episode. Yeah. Uh, so how about this time you just kind of talk about the motivation behind why he made it. Uh, or why, she, why he wanted to make the show. And then why, she, why she's excited to actually make it. And the other thing is, is that... There's three episodes announced, but the uh, episode two is streaming April 12th, and the episode three is streaming April 19th. So oh, nobody okay. has watched those other two episodes yet, except it's maybe It's just early. been officially announced exactly. that they're... Okay. Yeah. So that's what I was misunderstanding when I... Uh, and that's why you couldn't see them. Yeah. yeah, couldn't see them. So the reasons why it was super inspired is Shannon brought it up because Bruce Lee himself back then when he was alive wanted to do a, a TV series about martial arts the but he already found a series in the 1972 era a show called Kung Fu and he liked the show but he said like he didn't well, what was Kung Fu about it was about you know, mobsters going around making an influence in the town. Uh, they were Chinese mobsters. Same, the same thing was, he wanted to make. Yeah, that was it, such an easy lead-in for him to just say it was about kung fu. What he did, he didn't say it. <laughs> and it, basically, what Bruce Lee was upset about is it was whitewashed. He didn't exactly say it was whitewashed. They didn't have those terms back then. Yeah, Maybe. but he was upset with the fact that the culture was not being represented by the culture. Um, wait, wait, wait. Your skin color is not your culture. Or, or not represented race, by race. people of the same ethnicity of yeah, the culture. Same ethnicity. Yeah. Excuse me. Sorry. I, uh, I'm really bad at grammar <laughs> and English in general. And he's super excited because he loves Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the series, kind of going into it and reading up on it, uh, Shannon was the real reason to push forward. She kind of reached out to Justin and Justin was ecstatic to hear that she wanted to kind of push this idea. And the, uh, from what I read, they said it's been going in the works for about three to four years. 
Um, and now, we're now seeing the finished product of it now, which I, I watched the trailer, guys. <laughs> it, 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 everything looks crisp. Everything looks well-funded. Uh, everything seems to be going well. The fighting scenes don't seem like you're like, oh, my God, that was pretty much told like you could tell where the fight was going yeah. no like it's really good classic um fighting styles i don't i the one thing i want to reach research more is if they put a, a little bit of uh, bruce lee's fighting style like jeet kune do into the series um you'll find that out when i come back to you guys when, next when week he finds it out <laughs> <laughs> yeah if i can tell you how the first episode and hopefully uh the second the second episode will yeah, be the out second episode will be out in um two days in two days you'll so. be at my birthday party so uh you're not allowed to watch it <laughs> no but you know what he is supposed to do within the next two days watch sabrina before <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so i'll be watching sabrina and uh warrior and giving you guys my honest opinion Next week. If you guys are also listening and you want to, you know, contact us and let us know stuff, let us know on Amazon Prime or Netflix or any of these streaming services, any of these gems that we're missing. Because we yeah, report yeah, on all these yeah. these things, but these is we find out just like everybody else does. Like, and you if know, Netflix if, will just be like, hey, season two's out. You're like, oh shit, I gotta watch season two now. Yeah. Uh, if we're missing gems, let us know. We know about magicians. Even even if there's a, <laughs> a streaming service you feel like we don't have, yeah, um, let us know about it. So that way we can we'll get you know, review more and give you guys more content of we'll what's going on what, in the what world. You, what you want. What you, that's what you want. This is what you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've reached the end of the news. But now we're going to argue with each other for the next however long we argue with each other. Yeah. <laughs> so we wanna, I, I want to bring this topic up because... I don't know. I, I always talk about one of my most favorite video games in all of existence, and that's Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger is a many years old game. Many years. Mm-hmm. Um, still my favorite game of all time. And that is because of the story in the game. Story was is and was very important to me even at that time. And so I wanted to bring up story in lore and video games and a couple questions I had for these guys. So the first big question was, does story and lore in a video game affect how much you like a game? Hmm. You know, I, I was thinking about this, this question, because uh, when you first told me this question, I was like, oh, I already have my answer. <laughs> but throughout the podcast, I kind of like, hmm, am, am I? Because if you guys know me, uh, one of my all time favorite games and uh, put too much time into this game is League of Legends. League of Legends is a lot of mechanics, basically. Yes. Has, it does have story. It, but uh, at, from my understanding, Riot, I think it was like a year or two ago, they officially made it to where the story's there, but it's really like it doesn't need to be. Yeah. That's, that's my next question I have coming up, but let me see what Rich wants to say first. Does... Ooh, excuse me. Does story and lore affect how much you like a video game? So I primarily only like games with story and lore. But um, I, I personally, I like story much more than I like lore. Okay. Like I don't read the books inside games that have books. I don't. For instance, like Skyrim has. Like all Skyrim these, has all those yeah. books. I, I used to. And what I realize is it's a waste of my time for personally, for personally, I just like, I just don't, I hate it. Except specifically in the case for Skyrim, since you're going to be doing some stuff about Skyrim pretty soon. 
<laughs> but I want to experience the lore in the game. Yes. I don't want to read it. Yes, that is that is very fair. Um, so, Frankie, do you like in story and lore outside of its original source? So you were saying League of Legends. There is no story in League of Legends that you can see unless you read the little biography that they have for the character, and that's it. Yeah, and that's that's basically how a lot of MOBAs are um, RTS or. Yeah, would you prefer that they add the story in the game, or would you prefer they have it the way it is, where you go read comics and you go read other stuff outside of the game? See, it kind of seemed for a while that Riot wanted the characters to have like in-game like story like uh, interactions, and some of the characters do kind of interact with each other, um, which but basically all it does is do the same thing, make you kind of have to go out of the game to read the lore yeah. somewhere else. So I feel that way with Overwatch. I am one of the biggest Overwatch nerds ever, and I haven't played the game in six months, maybe seven months now, because the story is just not there anymore. I mean, yes, they're putting out like comics and they're putting out stuff, but the only thing I wanted in Overwatch since it came out was a campaign mode, a story mode yeah. of how all these characters play with each other and what their, what their role is. Been, they've been doing these events, and there's another one coming soon, a storm something, I'll look it up, um, where you play as four characters in yep. a period of their time when they came together. There is another event coming next week. Um, did like, you like, like the, the other one? I did like the other one. It was hard, but I liked it. And because I liked it specifically because you see, you're like, why does everybody think Reaper's a bad guy? And then when you played through that whole thing, you're like, holy shit, Reaper's a bad guy. What I didn't like about... Um, the series in general is it? It's not enough. It's so short. <laughs> oh, series. Uh, that's he he said series, and Siri was like, "Hey, yeah. what?" <laughs> um, what I didn't like about it was, I want a whole game. I don't want it just like a like an event I can do in an hour or whatever. Like it's so short. Um, and it doesn't. And it didn't feel like a real game. It just, it was okay. The gameplay was not fantastic. I did like seeing a little bit more of the story, but um, I don't know. I would I would actually like a, a Netflix series called of Overwatch, all animated. I would love, even a movie. Just give me a movie. Yeah. Um, it, just, it just sucks that, like, so many people have said that they want a story, and they're just like, meh. Yeah, I want a campaign mode. Yeah, and there's, I mean, come on, Blizzard, you have... Hundreds of thousands of fans clamoring for a campaign mode. And I know it could take years to do that. But it's been two years. They, you know, Blizzard doesn't want to make campaign modes because in general, there's less money to be made. Right? Because they sell the campaign mode for 30 bucks, 50 yeah. bucks, whatever. And that's it. Well, it, that's what I'm saying. I, I believe personally, in the, in the case of Overwatch right now, yeah. if you added a campaign mode in right now, there's been a lot of people that have left the game, yep. including myself. If there was a campaign mode, it would bring people back in to play it. and maybe, I, I'd have to come back. And maybe continue playing Overwatch again for a little bit. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. I think it's, it'd be a smart move in there. In, yeah, but, but, and I do like, um, so specifically in other cases, Magic, Magic the Gathering. You just play the cards. Cards have words on them, and they say this, and sometimes there's flavor text at the bottom that says like how this card was inspired mm -hmm. or what part of the story but you can go read stories of Magic, and the stories of Magic the Gathering are awesome, but sure. they're outside of the game. You don't get that in the game. Mm -hmm. um, 
it kind of drives me crazy. I want to have a story where I can find it all in one place and not have to go to this website and this magic specifically. Like, I, where do I start with magic? I have no idea. I there's there's no starting point. Where do you start with Overwatch? I mean, you can read about, but which character was it first, or which, so, so which the reason, was first? The reason why I stopped playing Magic: The Gathering was because I started playing Legend of the Five Rings, and Legend of the Five Rings had a very distinct story, and I was a little bit more weeb-like back then, so I appreciated the whole Japanese ninja, um, Amaterasu, like whole like, um, just very. Japanese inspired storyline and it was a real storyline where in it ultimately culminated in a tournament every every um, expansion yeah that the cards that came out in the next expansion would be influenced by the results in the final tournaments oh that's cool and so I quit playing Magic the Gathering because Magic the Gathering felt like a lie <laughs> like the cake was a lie yeah it seems like there's all this storyline um, which I quit playing uh, around Ice Age so yeah, there's been a lot of stuff that has happened since I and, and I, I I have recent magic. I actually own um, probably about a thousand magic cards, where I just randomly decide, you know what, I'm gonna buy a case of magic, and then I'm like, yep, nope, it still hints to this larger story, but it isn't there. There is Magic: The Gathering books, and that's yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Is cool. There's there's books that I can go read that that's lore based. Yeah. But why isn't it in the game? And I understand in a trading card game, it's really hard to put it in the game. Well, Legend of the Five Rings, you actually built um, clan decks that were often inspired by the storyline because it just it, the game, the way the game was meant, or it, the way the game was made, required you to kind of build things certain ways, and, it, and so it made more sense. Whereas in Magic: The Gathering, you're just like, you know what? I'm gonna stick these like arch enemies together in the same deck, yeah. and it just doesn't make any sense. And that whatsoever. goes back to another reason we have such a big problem with um, legendary in games like that. Like it's cool, yeah. yeah you have all these characters in legendary. You got Spider Man. Oh, yeah. I said Spider Man. Shame, shame on me. Legendary is a DC game. No, it's not. Oh, yes, it is. What, wait, Marvel. which one am I thinking of? You're, so right behind you is all the deck building DC games. And so that does not have Spider-Man. But that's a okay. great... That's... Um, oh, it's kind of a great game. You, choo <laughs> you choose a hero and you are playing Flash or Superman or whoever. And you have a special power. And then you're building a team of, of characters like... Um, I don't know. You know, Riddler, yeah. Riddler and stuff like that. Whereas Legendary, which is also right underneath it, is totally just the car. The, you might as well not look at the art. Yeah. The art has nothing to do with anything whatsoever. Except for the top, top symbol or the top right symbol. Yes. That's the only thing on the card. And that's it. Obviously the text. But yeah, that's it. Because it could be Spider-Man. It could be Blade. It could be whoever. Yeah, they, they, they do group powers under similar heroes but otherwise no it just doesn't matter at all and it's garbage yeah. I, I i hate it for that reason ignore so, the fact people that i own most of the legendary boxes <laughs> it's such a bad game that's why i own them all frankie can you play a game with a good story and bad mechanics i feel like i could um it would it would be a little frustrating to understand the story because I feel like the mechanics have some effect of how they portray the story to you. I guess I should rephrase. Not not poor mechanics, but mechanics you don't agree with. So the reason I brought this question up was Dark Souls. 
Dark Souls has a crazy cool story. Yeah. But that game is intensely hard. Yeah. Because of the mechanics of the game. The mecha- yeah. It, it, even like, is they intentionally made their own mechanics instead of just purchasing a download pack of like, hey, every fighting game kind of works this way. Yeah. We can just, you can just download these things as a programmer and just use them. And that's why games all look and feel the same way. No, no, no. Dark Souls, they made their own and it might as well be that crab fighting game um, because it's, it's garbage. It, it feels like garbage. But they, they made it feel like that on purpose. On purpose, yeah. And uh, what's funny is Sekiro uh, Shadows Die Twice just came out recently and people are having such a hard time adapting to that game because of playing Dark Souls before it. They're they're so used to having to dodge and do all this other stuff in Dark Souls, which you do not do in Sekiro. Sekiro, yeah. you parry and defend and stuff and that's just not something you did in the other game. So mm. it's funny how people got so ingrained oh, yeah. in these, these games they can't play the other one. But yeah, and even Sekiro... Has a crazy cool story, but again, that is that is a very very hard game. Intentionally hard though, and and not hard because you just have to be fast or just or just that you. It's really hard for you to figure out the puzzles. That's not what makes it hard. It's hard because they did everything non-standard. Yeah. So any skills you you've built up over the years with other games doesn't apply to these games so like the the easiest way to to explain it is oh there's an attack coming in i should get out of the way these these newer games are no you shouldn't get out of the way you should hit him first not dodge hit him first that's what sekiro is like parry and defend like do this first before he does it to you um what about vice versa frankie can you play a game with uh bad story but good mechanics which i guess technically it's not a bad story but it's kind of not there is League of Legends. Yeah, Over- like that's what I'm thinking. Like, Good yeah, mechanics. I've done it before where the mechanics <laughs> are great. It's just, well, for the most part. Except- There's been several games where like, I like playing the game. I just sure. skip past the story. I'm like, I don't care. I just want to play, 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 play. Well, sure. And I think there's, um, so, you know, there's, there's people in the video game uh, development community, like the designers, right? And they... Uh, there's there's arguments back and forth where they say mm, story is a distraction from making a good game. I do not believe that because if if it had been like that, then Final Fantasy wouldn't be a good series. Well, a lot of people would argue that it's <laughs> it's not a good game. Yeah, they, they could say like, okay, well, it's it's a great interactive movie or whatever you want to call it. But if you the, what they say is that if you play Pac-Man without any story, which is Pac-Man, yeah. there's no story really. Yeah. Um, if you play Pac-Man, it is an iconic game that has been played more than probably any other game throughout history. And to this day, if I'm bored in a place that has Pac-Man, I can play Pac-Man. And I'm still like, yep, I'll play through a couple rounds. Yep. This is fun. On the other hand, if you throw me into the middle of Final Fantasy uh, and say... Hey, you've got 15 minutes to spare. You can play this game. I'd probably be like, nah. I, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And so they would argue that by the definition of game, that it is not. Yeah. And that's just d- differing companies for what they want. Like Square Enix wants you to remember their stories. That's their, that's their thing. And so um, if they just made movies, would, would it be better off? It might not make as much money. It's debatable. But it might I accomplish did, their goal better. I did like Advent Children. Advent Children was I awesome. I did. Actually, I liked Advent Children. I didn't like uh, Spirits Within, but that 
that was because it wasn't really Final Fantasy, but it, it wasn't a bad movie. Just well, having the Final Fantasy tag on it just didn't really help. I me. remember going to see Evan Children in theater. Oh my god! But the issue of Spirits Within, I think, was just that it was so difficult for them to accomplish the, te- the technology yeah. that it um, didn't let them do everything they wanted to do, and instead they did what they could. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, what's your favorite story of any game that you can think of? Wow, any any story? Uh, I think Mass Effect one, two, and three. That is fair. Yes. Now, are you excluding the ending or not for Mass Effect three? Because a lot of people were upset with the ending to Mass you Effect. You know, um, I I actually liked the ending while playing the game, but I didn't like. Um, and this is this is something just personally from a story perspective. Yeah. I don't like when they do things that end the universe. That's fair, because that's what happened. Because that, I mean, like the universe moved on, and everybody's still living in it. But the the world that you got to experience for three games, it's gone. It's effectively gone. And then you get Mass Effect Andromeda, and then <laughs> yeah, and it's like why? Just why? It it doesn't um, really. It would have been better to have a Mass Effect four. Where now, instead of the tunnels, they have to figure out a new way to um, have interstellar travel. Yeah. Because obviously the ancients re, you know, built these tunnels originally, yeah. so why couldn't they figure it out themselves? I don't know. That'd be interesting. I, yeah. I could play the game. Frankie, what's your favorite story? Hmm. <sighs> I'm surprised you're not going... There's this one game where you can go back into somebody's memories and... Uh, you know, it's <laughs> Um, you know what, Prince of Persia. That's fair. I, Having uh, power over time is. I did. I like the original trilogy. I liked the way. Wait, wait, wait! You just said original trilogy. So you're talking about the one on like the Amiga? <laughs> okay, no, the, not, not including that one. Um, but, but that's the original, Frankie. <laughs> well, I, were you even born? The side scrollers were actually great. No, I did love the Prince of Persia side scrollers, which were. Uh, a lot of the people like, yeah, compare them to being a mechanically Gothic difficult Vision. like Ninja Gaiden when Ninja yeah. Gaiden wasn't also wasn't <laughs> was also a side scroller. But yeah. which is funny is like I like a lot of uh, like Ninja Gaiden as well, but Prince of Persia particularly I, I don't know why I could have said Twisted Metal, but Prince of Persia's story always interested me. I loved I loved hearing this story about this person going through and basically having his whole his whole civilization basically die turn on him and having to yeah. re re put it back together and go to controlling it and being the new person on the throne i literally just described prince persia uh, guys like it literally is him his whole civilization or his whole like like persia basically gets attacked people are dying he finds out Goes to try to save them, meets people, finds out this person's not who they they thought he they were. Find out he needs to take control of the throne. Find and basically he goes pretty crazy in the process because he's he's a solo man going through this whole mission. What'd you think of the movie? I I actually I like Jake Gyllenhaal. I, I don't You're like a white person cast as an uh, a Persian Persian <laughs> I, Prince of Persia. They, they just, I don't know if Disney had a, an effect uh, since they were the publisher 
and allowing it to be much more gruesome or dark because the movie does not portray um, the the story at all, really, yeah. honestly, other than the fact that it's a time dagger. Yeah. The, the sand dagger is literally all they got right. Everything else is just kind of new, different story. That goes again to the, the, the last question we asked you. That, I mean, the story is good in Prince of Persia, but mm-hmm. also mechanically intensive because you could rewind time in that game. And that's one of the first games where you could do that. Yeah. Where you, I made a mistake. Let me rewind this to a point where I didn't make the mistake. I one of my favorite parts of the game is the death scene. Uh, you and this tells you how many times I've played the game and how good I am at it. <laughs> because every time you died, uh, you ran out of like um, you know sand to be able to just rewind. It would be like, would you like to continue? And if you hit continue, the prince would be like, no, 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 that's not how it went. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. That always just, I liked that because it was just like the little third wall being broken. And he's telling you about it, yeah. the story. And he's like, that's not how it went. And like he's just, remembering this entire thing, how it happened. He's like, no, no, hold on. I messed that up. <laughs> I didn't fall and die right there. That's why I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it, it's just, uh, it, it's a great storyline that makes you fall in love with just this uh a character who's trying to make sure his loved ones stay which uh, i don't i don't want to get too too into the story because like the loved one has a huge part yeah. <laughs> of the story and it's great um i know you were all expecting me to say chrono trigger is my favorite story which it is but i'm going to um not say it just so i can say something different because i always say <laughs> chrono trigger and i'm going to say something i'm pretty much along the same line final fantasy 4 Final Fantasy IV had one of my favorite, uh, favorite parts Which, in any game. So Final Fantasy IV is Which the one with Warrior Sid. of Light was that? It's the, it's the one with Sid, who was a Dark Knight, who then became a Paladin. Okay, yeah. Um, it has... Sid, Sid's just a badass. Yeah. It has by far one of my most memorable, even including Eris's death scene, mm-hmm. one of my most memorable scenes of all time in any Final Fantasy, and that's the twins Palamon Porum. They were black magic and white magic users. They were like... You had a lot of people come through your party in this game. Yeah. And at one, they're, they're young. They're like five, six years old. And at one point, these walls are closing in on you. And they're like, there's no way that we can get through this alive. The only option we have is to sacrifice ourselves. And what they do is they cast stone on each other and turn themselves into stone to prevent the walls from closing in on the party so the party can leave. And it was like the craziest thing. And I remember crying at that part. And then Final Fantasy did what they normally do and ruined it. By at the very end going, oh, they're they're alive. It didn't happen. You're fine. It's one of those things where they, I mean, it sucks, they, but they should have left him dead. Because it, yeah. makes, it makes that feeling not as potent as it was. Um, also liked Final Fantasy X's story a lot, too. But how mad would you be if we find out we get another seven and Zack's alive? Well, Zack would likely be alive in the beginning of that game to have some kind of you know, whatever. Yeah, fair enough. But that, like... I did like Avent Children, and, or not Avent is it Avent? No, uh, Crisis Core, there we go. Crisis Core, particularly that scene from Final Fantasy, there's just, I'm sorry, there's just something about Cloud and his... This, that's exactly what I would prefer, actually, in the next, in the, if they're ever going to do the next Final yeah. Fantasy VII. Um, if 
they have Zach in it, and you see Cloud. That, that you did. see Cloud pick, you know, uh, Zach's sword up and basically becomes Zach. <laughs> and so you get sad. to see Cloud for who he really is. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> He's, he can't be. Well, in Crisis Core, you learn. You're like, wow, Cloud, you're real. <laughs> It took your friend dying for you to stop. And then even even then, after your best friend dying, you're just like, I'm just going to, I'm well, not going to do Cloud's it. Cloud's a big piece of shit because his friend died. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, hey, my friend's girl's really hot. I'm going to be my friend now. I'm going to do exactly what my friend would do. I'm even going to use his weapon. I'm going to take his girl. Like, Fuck you, Cloud. <laughs> you're like, you're like Zach. If it, like he could see, be like, whoa, 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 Cloud, Cloud. That's no, no, dude, don't. <laughs> That, that's, my... My bike, <laughs> that's my bike, bro. That's my bike. That's my bike. Yeah, no, I I love Final Fantasy Seven. Now play it continuously. I just I always thought Cloud was a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he just is. That's why he dies. Okay, he dies, and then they're like, "Oh, we have to bring him back to life." <laughs> but um, you're like, been, it should have been. Sick. We've gotten pretty far away from where we were. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so story, uh, Chrono Trigger again. I have to bring it up now. Okay. My favorite story of all time because the time travel. But because of they, they knew how I love how both our games are time traveling yeah. games. <laughs> they knew how paradoxical they could be with the game. Like they were like, if we change, if um, mm-hmm. the princess's descendant went back and looks exactly like Queen Lean, and they're like, you look like the queen. You're the queen. Why are you out here doing this? And so they take her, and it's actually, you know, her from the future. And they were like, well, if she stays here and does this, it kills her future self, which makes her gone in this period. Like, it's a paradox for her to be here. Mm-hmm. And the game knew that. It was cool. And then they added paradoxes like that in every other, like, age. Like, if they do this, this happens, and we can't have that happen. And then you're there to stop it. What I liked about uh, Chrono Trigger as an example is that the story is really embedded into the game. Mm-hmm. Like, what you're doing is reflected of the story and vice versa. And same same thing, I think, in Titanfall 2 you uh it also has a time travel component yeah. mm-hmm. and they could have just said you know what you're gonna you're gonna shoot and kill a bunch of robots and and mutant alien monsters whatever but no the gameplay components is very closely tied to the story and that's what i like i it really is. don't like when it's when it's not it just feels like a waste of my so, time which, which is funny that you say that though because titanfall 2 has good story good mechanics I have a question. Apex Legends has no story, good mechanics, and that is a Titanfall 2 undocument or unofficial sequel. Sure. Um, but it has no story to it, but everybody still plays it because the mechanics are good. What do you mean everyone keeps still plays it? Everybody still plays Everybody's playing Apex Legends. Not They're not looking for a story in Apex Legends. They're yeah. just playing. Oh, yeah, no, sure. sure. Yeah. They're, they're just Compe- playing. I think that's because of the competitive part of it, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because there's a there's a winning aspect to it still. Yeah. I think honestly, I think the reason why people play the games is because there's a success or winning aspect to it. Well, single player games are played usually primarily for story because who's going to pat you on the back for getting some sort of high score or like a yeah whatever. But that's why I said uh, a winning or success. So success, meaning for uh, solo you, you beat the game. story. Yeah, you beat the game. Yeah. Like you see the endings, uh, like the end of the story. Which, I mean, him saying that, there's some games that have endings that are harder to get. Yep. And so with, actually, I would, my question goes into uh, his, his part of it. For both of you, I want to know, <laughs> since we're on this topic of stories, if it makes it great, let's talk about multiple endings. Like one of my favorite games, Internal Sonata, 
<laughs> the game was really long. It was eternal. <laughs> um, its purpose, like it, I, I fuck. I think it has like twenty-four different endings. It, it ridiculous. There's so many different endings to this game. I got one of them, um, <laughs> and was like, uh, "I'll come back to play the other ones." Haven't yet, just because. Yeah. But for you some, got one of them. How many endings did you expect to get, or yeah. for me to get? Yeah. Um, how do you get more than one ending? You you New choices. Game Plus. Yeah, you you play. There's different di- choices. Basically, so, so you're saying you only played the game once? Yeah, I only played the game once. But everybody who played the game once got how many endings? One. One, one. ending. Yeah. So that's the thing is that how how and how long did it take you to, to play the game? Uh, it's pretty long. <laughs> well, pretty long, but to be fair, it was in my high school days and we only played it on the weekends when we could all meet up. Cause it was with my friends who were like, I want to be that character. Okay. I'm going to play that character. Oh, Hey, I want to pick that character. And like each time we got into battle, it was like, okay, you're controlling that character. Cause that game particularly allowed you to, whenever you went into, um, the fighting scenes, each each player could be a different character. So here, here's what I think is, um, you know, a, a reality. We have less and less. I feel like we have less and less story-based games. Mm-hmm. You can see that the new Fallout, not story-based. The new <laughs> not Elder- game-based either. Apparently, it just fell apart. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the new Elder Scrolls, uh, the one that's out, not the one that's coming up. The new Elder Scrolls, right? It's not really a story-based it's game. Blades? Is that what it's no. called? No. I'm talking about Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Because that's actually out. Yeah, I'm not talking about a game that's announced. Because yeah, the, the one that we know of is literally, it's just like, ah, an Elder Scrolls game's coming. Well, yeah. there's some Elder Scrolls. We, we Scroll, think it's going to be Skyrim. There's Elder, some Elder Skyrim Scrolls like. Blades game out right now. I don't know what it is, but it's oh, another. I, I don't want to pay attention yeah. to it. So, uh a lot of these story-based games are switching to competitive non-story-based games. And we just see more and more of these store of these just competitive and kind of empty games. Yeah. And they make more money. And I hate they do Fortnite made more money than any story-based game ever. I'm pretty sure. I would say because they dropped their store. Fortnite is the sole reason the Epic game store exists. Oh, sure. Yeah. I would say that. Uh, they didn't expect it would happen, but it did. And so there we go. So really, why should game companies bother? Exactly. But that's when you get these people like me who are uh, their favorite series of games. Well, can, that- I, can I give you uh, uh, an outlet? Because this was like in, in, in an, an argument that I used to have with people in high school is that a bunch of American games have no story. There's not, there's really no character development really to it. It's just kind of like a game as to where pretty much every game from Japan is, or any like, yeah, like has a lot of story to it. A lot of dynasty warriors had story to it. Well, I mean, it was literally, (laughs) it was (laughs) literally just the telling of the history of the dynasty dynasty. But it's mostly just you killing things nonstop. (laughs) I, yeah, I mean the gameplay was you just killing and uh, hacking and slashing. At least there was like. But when they re- talked about the story, like it was legit real history. Yeah, that yeah sure. It wasn't like Apex Legends where it's just so, go, 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 go. so. Like I'm saying, if you want story, 
JRPGs. Yeah, JRPGs yeah, is just where it's going to have Suikoden to be. Suikoden is it's, also on my list of these games. It's been like that since, like, for 10 years now because I, I'm de- it's been a decade that's, since I've been on That's only because but. EA bought um, BioWare. <laughs> It's true. This is true. It's true, and it was because, Bi- it was literally Bioware and Bethesda that were giving us stories. Yeah. And mm, thanks, Bethesda. Now, to be fair, um, I don't I don't remember who makes uh, Witcher. You're right, actually, because that those are true story based games. It had been a while since Witcher had come around. Um, they just keep releasing Witcher Three on new platforms. Yeah, really. <laughs> and more uh, more expansions to it. it yeah. yeah, same thing with Skyrim and how you can yeah. literally pay play Skyrim on Alexa. You can play it on a refrigerator. It, it's free, by the way. Uh, I tried it at my my mom's house. You literally can have any Alexa and just be like, Alexa, play Skyrim. Don't don't shh. Oh, yeah, we have Alexa. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm dumb. I should have known that. CD Projekt Red. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, so we we've had, and, and, and in my opinion, as a person who um, switched from JRPGs to American RPGs, because I like them more, I just like them more. So they're I, much more fast paced. Um, uh, yes, yes, they're, they're, the gameplay is fast paced. It's still still super long, long games, but fast paced gameplay, and the story tempos are faster. And it's a little bit less. Um, Would you? It's less CW. It's less CW in America. more Netflix. <laughs> more Netflix. Would you consider the uh, Batman Arkham? Oh man, games. Uh, Great story? games. Uh, I think they're totally story. Oh yeah. Okay. And so that's then amazing. Th- those are American games, I believe. Correct. I even got one that's uh, out of left field, and I know you'll agree with me on this one. There is a fighting game that has an amazing fucking story attached to it. Injustice. Injustice. Man, I love that game. And uh, yeah, it does have story. But here's the thing. Uh, Most of these games have multiple endings, including Injustice. Yep. But, you know, I think when we were, um, well, when we were kids and Frankie didn't exist. (laughs) um, He's a youngin. They, I think people played games longer. Yeah. Like the same game, longer. Yeah. Well, it's because there was less... less yeah. We were, I was just listening to another podcast about this, like t- talking about how many games were on PlayStation versus PlayStation 4 now. Yeah. Like PlayStation's entire library, PlayStation 1's entire library was something like hundreds of games. Yeah. And um, PlayStation 4 just last week released 25 games in a week. And yeah. their, their library is like 7,000 games right now. It's so ridiculous. I mean, great. I mean, that's great. It's actually the same thing for the board game community. They release hundreds of board games a year now, more than my entire library every year. Yeah. And it's, it's something, there's a, there's a term now I've heard, I didn't used to hear before, called shovelware, <laughs> which is, that's what PlayStation is doing. There's just a lot of trash games that are out just it, to get the money. It, for, all right. All right. So I, I'm going to, I want to, Xbox is, yes, that we have many games, but if you want to talk about the trash, <laughs> the trash of games of having third parties that fucking wii u damn that god dang console and literally allowing every person who ever wanted to have a game or anything just yeah totally port it to us no okay no (laughs) nobody wants to play 
uh, imagine baby party. I, I don't even know the concept of what that is. It used to be so difficult to be a developer for a console. It used to be hardcore. If you knew somebody who made a game for a console, it was like, what the hell? Like you paid $25,000 for a PlayStation uh, developer license. And then it became like, oh, if you want to develop for Xbox, you could just like get the indie developer program yeah. that they have. So it like has the same. 500 bucks or something like that. It was yeah. super cheap. Both, both now companies free. now. Yeah. That reminds me of one of my favorite memes from basically one of my most favorite memes. And it's that one where they're sitting in the office. It's like, how do we do such and such? And all these people are saying really dumb suggestions. And the guy just says the obvious suggestion yeah. like this and they throw them out the window. Like, how do we make Xbox better? Why don't you just release another Halo? And they're just like, ah! So I would I would really like to to kind of wrap this up and ask our fans to write in what do they think? Are, are, are there better story-based games today? And they're just different companies now, even though some of our favorites are like now basically gone? Yeah, here's the challenge. Tell us your favorite story-based game that is not on a classic console. So Xbox and Forward. Okay, because there's like that's it's going to what you okay, said. Okay, there's a so lot which, of good stories. Then, then which Nintendo. which Nintendo are we get like because Nintendo and Sega? How how far back can they go with Nintendo and Sega? I would I would actually rather say what is your favorite story within the last ten years? Yes, okay. I don't even classic. I mean, heck, if if they re release a game for Sega, that's that's whatever. Can I say Chrono Trigger since they re released it on, on every console ever? <laughs> as long as they remastered it, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair okay yeah so yeah tell us your uh your favorite story um actually tell us your favorite story and if you have a game that has no story but it's amazingly uh mechanic based tell us that too curious yeah. as to what you guys would say um and as we end the show like we do every week i was gonna say every night but we don't film this every night every week <laughs> maybe we, we will have... <laughs> maybe we will we have our um would you rather question and last week it was an interesting one and I have lost it. Awesome. Facebook is stupid sometimes. Oh, uh, yeah. There's some setting where it um, closes the page from memory. I don't know. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, the last week's question we asked you, um, which would you, or which is your favorite anti-hero movie? Was it um, Hellboy or was it Spawn? Who won? And I know who. Oh, there we go. Okay, Who's fine. the king? Uh, and the winner was surprisingly Hellboy, the king of hell himself. Of, well, yeah, yeah, you say that. I, I'm, I'm not surprised, but I am surprised. Yeah, I thought Spawn would get. Well, so it's, it was Hellboy at sixty-seven percent, which is a lot because I thought Spawn would have gotten. I thought it would have been a close battle, but that's a you blow. have. To, uh, I have to say, I do think Spawn has been basically like underneath a rock for a, for the last couple of years but what about hellboy hellboy though has had cartoons movies comics uh maybe even a game i don't know about game but i know for a fact he's had tv series and animated movies uh for him he's had he's had a had a quite a bit uh in the past couple of years to kind of bring relevance to him as for spawn like i said spawn's kind of more or less been just kind of hmm. i i mean i definitely hellboy is a more fun storyline it is and spawn's kind of depressing it, spawn is very depressing and hellboy is just kind of funny he's just kind of like i'm this guy and i'm gonna punch you in the face because his I'm best friend's a fish man it's <laughs> called ape <laughs> ape sapien yeah, he's not ape a sapien, sapien. Yeah. <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> it's 
Um, and like we would end the show every week, uh, this week's Would You Rather. Would you rather accidentally or on purpose get pulled into the world of Wizard of Oz or Alice in Wonderland? Because we have that crossover coming up. We want to know which yeah. one you guys would rather be in. So which world sounds more fun to be in? Alice in Wonderland's world or the Wizard of Oz? Let us know by going to the Facebook and clicking the option on the poll. You just got to push a button and then we'll, we'll, push we'll the button. tally it up for you. So yeah, that's the end of the show, guys. If you liked uh, what you heard, please go to Patreon and support us there. Dorksidecookies.net is our website. You can find everything ever that we do there. <laughs> All right. <Yep. laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, guys.